I'm Annie. And I'm Susan. And this is Two, Two Friends, Friends, One Chat. Chat. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Oh, it's going to be... I mean, I love all of our... I have to say mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Re-listening to... Oh, yeah. Our, wow, we're getting better yeah. is, all I, is what I want to say. Yeah. If you've only listened to episode one, stick with it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get better, I promise. <laughs> I am super excited for this episode because this is the first time it's almost a theoretical episode. This is a continuation of <gasps> yes. our last... Yes. Uh, our last episode was Fight, Flight, Freeze... Uh, people, please, people please or control question mark. That's right. And we've done some contemplation in a breakout in a breakout session where we did some brainstorming. Yes. Uh, if you remember, if you listen to the episode at the end, we were like, "There's got to be something better, right? A better word or phrase to be used for that control piece that is Annie's theory, but is 100% correct in my book." Can you can you say the phrase and we'll title the episode this but okay. Susan in our breakout session she was like you know where I, my heart goes is it goes here. Yeah. And it kind of blew my mind. Okay. Um so are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I will be honest, my heart was going there while we were oh. recording the last episode. I just was afraid to say it. But cuz Annie's amazing, I said it. And she's like, "No, like that's good." It's really Anyway, good. so fight flight Freeze, or is it the other way around? No, that's perfect. People, please, or get on your knees. Oh, my gosh. Bam. I, like, want listeners to just sit with that. So, you know, we kind of, we discussed earlier in the previous episode this fifth category where when you are in your lizard brain, you move to control. That that some people's instinctual survival instinct is to... Control. I got to control the situation. Mm-hmm. We know this category as domestic abusers. Mm-hmm. Usually there is interpartner, like interrelational violence. Usually this is a like a child or a sexual partner. Right. And I think if you can kind of talk about your description a little bit as you, when you were reflecting it onto me, you were like, well, I didn't want people to get confused and think it, it was sexual. Right. It was more like a, I have a gun, get on your knees. But I think I like the double entendre of it because okay. interpersonal violence usually in, in, infers a sexual relationship. Sure. Um, and so I think that there is, uh, I don't know, I think there are pieces of it. One, it rhymes, <laughs> which makes it that's super awesome. <laughs> number, that's number one on the list is we needed it to rhyme. But you're right. I didn't want it to go straight into this like, oh, they're you know she's making some sort of like sexual joke because in my head i control is yeah. you want people lower than you right yes. you need to be higher yes. and controlling so getting on your knees to me yes it can be funny sexual but really not yeah. right it yeah. can be that controlling sexual piece but as well as you just need to be lower than me yes that. So get down so I can control this situation. Yeah. And that is how I survive. Yeah. And you know what I would say? That there are, um, I think domestic abuse is um, a really, like on a gradation scale, it's Mm. really far into. Yeah. This is it. Because you could have the need to control your situation and uh, to survive and to keep others around you safe. And not do that. It can be a strength, right? You can do that and not 
wound your partners. Yes. So, so you know, I, I want everyone to hear that get on your knees doesn't necessarily mean you're a terrible person. In fact, like, it's just like everything else on the, the scale. Like, mm, so, on that spectrum. Yeah. Yes. So um, yes. I, I would like to imply that as well because I think a lot of people, um, when they're in lizard brain, control is their survival mechanism and they do it without hurting people right uh physically sometimes they could hurt people mentally while in this oh, state 100 percent. yeah yeah I, I think there probably is so much more non-physical yes controlling that we don't see or know about uh, in yep. these situations right because we only hear or see about things yeah. once they're weighed yes Yes. The, on the other end, and yeah. it's awful and Things horrible. have gone ungood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's so much more non-physical yeah. yes. control. I agree. Yeah. Just, just like people-pleasing can present so positive. Yeah. Even though, like, you're... Like, and, and these might be people... Uh, in fact, I, I would even go to say this. In both um, uh, people-please and get-on-your-knees, mm-hmm. both can be super high-functioning people. Yes! Consistently in a traumatic brain response. Yes! And society almost kind of values those until it goes too far, right? Right. Um, Because I think what you're saying is because we don't necessarily recognize that as survival mode in people. Exactly. So society's like... Wow, this guy's taking charge and in control and doing. I'm gonna the follow thing him. Yeah, she's rocking it, and then oh, oh she my does gosh, everything for right? us. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I didn't mean to gender those because I think that's fair. I think those are two, okay. like, uh, I think that's what society expects of yes. both male identified and female right. identified. So I think so I, we, I think that's okay yes. to say. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah. we as society can see it as like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I know that's true of me, right? People love me because I'm very kind and caring and make everyone happy and do everything. And I think that's a core piece of my personality. Yeah. But I think a lot of it is based or has been based in survival mode for me. And I would almost say, I've, I've just thought of this, in like social survival mode. Yeah, yeah, you yes. are, yes, because we have to go back to, this is not someone running at you with a knife, yeah. right? We have to remember, it's just high stress situation. But Social survival. I would say, yes. I would say that they are one in the same. I'm just yes. categorizing, because again, No, remember, I love this. Yeah. Yeah, please, yes, I love this. I love this. If 80% of our brain and our existence is driving towards relationship, your social peace. Yeah is survival we know that so like i think that both people please and get on your knees are uh, have a strong component and and i think the more we talk about this the more we're like going to expand our ideas yeah um but this is again we're in the preliminary stages so welcome yeah for our theoretical uh, discussion hypothesis (laughs) wait susan would you say this is science I just want you to be that for Halloween. Okay. Um, in fact, I already know the gloves you can wear for it. They're on Amazon. I will show you them. They're fucking amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> please, please, please go as a scientist. Okay. Um, if I go anywhere for Halloween, you are. You're coming. You're coming to the party. Um, my friend who I've known since I was like two years old. They have a. He and his wife have like this ridiculous. 
house party with like a bunch of like we're all 40 now right like so a bunch of 40 yeah. year olds and it's super fun like it's very low-key um like i actually i won't say low-key right it's ra- it's 40 year old rowdy okay i'll take that yeah i will take that and all I, day every day and they have basically like uh so i've reconnected with him again i've known him like forever through all my stages of life but maybe for like the past actually like probably seven years we haven't really talked or anything yeah oh no 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 like 10 years 10 years and then we like reconnected and man he's just the best uh and his wife is a boss i really enjoy her uh but they were like we really love halloween and i was like cool let's come like let's combine parties yeah let's do this and i i I mean i technically didn't ask i was like cool can i i I asked this part can i invite like seven people to your party because that's about how many we have over and i love halloween yeah and they're like yeah so so yes there is a party and you have to come and um the science test piece okay i think yeah (laughs) i think that will be the best costume we shall see. Um, I'm very excited. <laughs> you, do you guys want to know what Susan usually goes as? And it is pretty funny. What? A Target employee. Oh! <laughs> I forgot I did that. You've done it a couple a lot. of times. I've done it a lot. I've done a lot. <laughs> she yes. wears a red shirt and she has a name tag and she, like, folds stuff. It's and... a legit name tag, too. I worked at Target for a little bit. <laughs> it's <a> really <laughs> It's actually really funny. I know. Like, yeah. I think it is. I it think doesn't it's go over with all the crowds, but most of the time it oh, goes only over. Only if they're stupid. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, we digress. Oh, that's what we do. That's what we do. But you were right. This is science, right? This yes. is a theory that we have based on clinical licensure, observing people, looking into literature. Yeah. Um, which, I, you know, again, I really love this because I had... This idea of seeing it, because a lot, I work with a lot of perpetrators. Exactly. And I had this conceptual idea prior to understanding Fawn. Um, And I have a friend, and she's amazing. We'll have her on the show sometime. And she has a a really beautiful mental health journey. Um, And uh, we bounce ideas. She's not a clinical. This is more just her personal journey. And so she was like, hey, you know, in my pursuit of personal journey, I read this book and talks about this fourth possible category which is the fawn category, which we're or the people about. please, people please, which yeah, we call it, yeah, uh, exactly, um, and interchangeable. You can call them the same thing; it's the same idea. Yeah. Um, but when once she said that, and I looked into it a little bit, I was like, oh my gosh, my concept is basically the inverse of this yes. fawn idea. From you know, again, I'm yes. observing all these people yes. when they're in a traumatic brain state; they have to control their environment. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where this came from, but, uh, fight, flight, freeze, people, please get on your knees. It's serious. I don't love it, but it's, I mean, I love, I love it. I love it. And I hate it. (sighs) Yes. You know what? I think that brings up a super good point (gasps) because, um, so here's what we know about domestic abuse. Okay. It's extraordinarily prevalent. One. I don't think... Yes, we know that, but I don't think we know that. Like, I don't think we really accept that. No, I think you're... Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like... I think you're 100% right, because I... One, I think society wants to ignore it, because it is really... It's on the most intimate level. mm. It's the easiest. Mm. um, It's the easiest thing to victim shame. 
because what does everyone say? Why would you stay in a relationship like that? Oh, I hate when people say that. I don't think they recognize what they're saying when they say that most of the time. It's like, you shut your mouth. You have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea. Um, as we, exactly, you have no oh, idea. it makes me so mad. It makes me so, I volunteered at yeah. a women's shelter oh, me in college. Yeah. yeah. So it's just bringing all of that back to me. Yeah. Don't say that. Don't say that to people. Okay? Yeah. Just, if well, you take anything else out of this, don't say that to people. Let's dissect that. because okay. Oh, it's making me mad. I Ooh. think a lot of this episode is, we're just going to talk about what we know okay. about this category. And maybe see if we can give people some tools so that isn't their go-to. Okay. I like this. I okay. like this. Okay. So my first thought is kind of like this exploring what do we know? We know it's prevalent. Yes. Um, we know that the most effective age category and gender category of interpersonal violence is female 16 to 24. Okay. Why is that number so significant? Our brains are not fully developed. No. Until 25. So what we're finding weird. is right weird. This is did you hear the Wolfie shake? Oh, Wolfie's joining us. He's he's you guys. You know my dogs are the love of my life, and I love him. And there are no cuddles like the cuddles from a pit bull. Okay, okay? <laughs> I digress. Ain't no cuddles like a pit bull cuddle. And it's good to digress in this one a little bit yes. because um, this is a really heavy topic. So. People that struggle with control, if your survival mechanism is control, wouldn't you look to someone whose brain wasn't fully developed, not even on purpose? And again, like, yeah, I'm explaining to you like um, societal patterns that we have so often and we're not wrong. So, right. Two, two ideas coexisting. Yeah. That there is a victim in this and there is a perpetrator so I want I want to a hundred percent label that, mm-hmm. but there are also is a lack of understanding as to how that happens, and it again does not make any interpersonal violence okay. No. So I want no, no, this no, no, is no, no, very, no. but this is very important, right? We're writing that line between um, understanding the issue and victim blaming. Right. No victim blaming here. No. No. What happened to you was wrong. Yes statistically it's very likely when this happened to you your brain wasn't even fully developed and this is what's nuts you know i love brain science and i'm sorry i'm totally ranting she's nerding out and i love it it's beautiful you guys i love i love to nerd out i love this the other thing about this age category between 16 and 24 where Mm -hmm. you're the most likely to experience outrageous interpersonal violence right your developmental stage of life that you are in is driving you to basically differentiate from your family model yes. and build your social circle, yes. right? Yes. So it makes sense that you are so likely to be, you're the most vulnerable at this time. Right. So versus, because that's where your body is driving you and your brain's also not fully developed. Right. So it can't differentiate between like what's healthy, what's not healthy. This person loves me. Right. But they also struggle with control, you know, and um, I think one of because the- Because they love me. Oh, yeah. And that's really what I wanted to address from last. This is really, yes. really important, you guys. Probably the most important thing that I will ever say is kind of the concept you just talked about, where it's like, um, what I don't want anyone to get from this podcast is 
uh, they're going to stay longer in a relationship with someone struggling with power and control because now they understand where their struggle comes from. Mm. Ooh. Don't do that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah. Wow. It's like super important that you hear me. If you are in a relationship with a partner, male or female, doesn't matter. Um, also, same-sex couples, this applies to you. Yes. There is interpersonal violence can happen in any relationship. Any relationship. Any. Not even romantic. Any relationship. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Any relationship. Any parental, friendship. Yes, all of it. Boss, employee, all all of these siblings, things. Siblings. At oh, work. siblings. I mean, all of it. Yes. All of it. Yes. Um, and it is really imperative that you hear if you are in love with someone who struggles with power and control and is not actively in treatment and they are hurting you, understanding where it comes from should not keep you in the relationship. I'm going to say that one more time. Yes. Understanding where it comes from cannot keep you in relationship with this person um, because they won't get better. It, And I think that is the important piece. Yeah. You staying does not yeah. fix that right yeah it that is work they have to do on their own when they're ready so while annie and i both are are saying right these are people yeah they deserve love and and understanding and respect right but that does not mean that you need to stay yeah yeah you know what i would say about that statement is i would change the but to an and and I am working so hard at not saying but, and I just, it comes okay, out. Okay, but sometimes, but some, but 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 okay. sometimes it's good. <laughs> but I think in this but situation, and, yes, and, and right, like yes. two parallel things exist, and we'll we'll talk about that so many times about like a parallel planning process, parallel yeah. thoughts being true at the same time because yeah. we live in a super binary society, right? Yeah, like we know genders on a spectrum, but we have two genders. We right, got exactly. two options. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and I'm, I'm making that a joke. Societally, we have two options, but we right. know there is a tremendous more that exists. And the same is true for everything else, right? Like politically, every one way or the other way, no middle ground. Mm. And that's that's not human development. Right. There, that, that's just, it's just yes. not. It's not. It's just not the reality. Uh, we also know that's like super bad for your brain. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So let's focus more on what we know about domestic abuse, right? Okay. So we know um, the Annie age... knows a lot. That's why I'm going to let her take this one. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. You guys, I spent a lot of time here. It's kind of like in her, in definitely in her wheelhouse, wheelhouse for sure. So. And what I'm super passionate about, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So we have, uh, we know uh, if you're a female or a child, you're more likely to be affected. Sure. Um, if you're a male, you're more likely to struggle with the power and control. That does not mean females do not either. They oh, no. definitely right. do. Um, here's some interesting things we know about the genderization of domestic violence. Uh, your male partner is more likely to inflict physical violence. If that's not effective, their uh, next go-to is usually like suicide ideation, relying on your response. So it is super important that we label that. So, oh man, you want to talk? No, I, I... Things are coming together in my brain, yeah. and it's just kind of yeah. No, I don't want to talk. Please keep going. Okay, I uh, I want to give some like good resources for people around that because this is a super super common way for people to control relationships, 
and I need I need our listeners to hear that um, that one you're not alone two that's a very hard thing to face from from someone you love and three you doing okay mm-hmm. you doing okay mm-hmm. um, let's talk practicality when that happens okay can you hashtag can you hold up a finger for me because we have to address that before we end. Um, because I want to talk a little bit about the genderization. Okay. Um, and if you are a male in a, uh, domestically abusive relationship, it's more likely because females, again, we've talked about if you're sex assigned at birth female, you have, right. you know, right. Um, uh, phys- not as strong. Yeah. Physicality. Uh, yeah, it, it, that it just is, it, it, that it is, is what it is. Yeah. You know, uh, and trust me, I, it's like my least favorite thing. Um, <laughs> uh, but what I will say is, um, uh, uh, women and female identified are more likely to jump straight first to suicide ideation and blame the partner oh, for it. So interesting. That's one of the okay. elements of control. Okay, so that's their first yeah. go-to. Okay, statistically speaking, of course, that's yeah. all we can yeah really speak to statistically and then personal experience. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I have my finger up. I want to flag something really fast. If you are in a relationship and this is happening to you. Um, I want you to know that you can call 911 and should and ask for a well check on your partner and explain to them what's happening. This is going to do two things. One, you are not responsible for the choices that your significant other makes. So, yes, you and I say that again, (laughs) really for me, say that again. You are not responsible for the choices that your partner makes. Thank you. I mean, this is like super important uh, because I think a lot of us bear weight because of this idea, especially. I um, mean, I'm speaking just from my experience because I am. I was born sex assigned at birth female. I identify as female. And um, so a lot of the female societal things have been pretty heavily ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. And it is that we are responsible for the happiness of our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is a... A really a hook in the Achilles heel of like female identified people societally and I'm just speaking sure. from experience I'm sure uh, male identified would have different thoughts of course, of um, course okay anyway I digress um so call 911 this isn't call non non-emergency treat this as though it is an emergency because their mental state is an emergency mm. you call 911 you say this is where they are they are threatening self-harm or harm to themselves and others that does two things. It gets a police report and they'll do a welfare check. They will go out there. I've had to do this. It sucks. Sucks so hard. Yeah. But it also, you are not emergent response. That's also another thing that's super important to understand. Susan's face right now is the greatest thing I've ever seen because Susan is the most loving and caring partner I've ever met. And I know that she's gone above and beyond for partners that needed her. Um, and, and hear me out. Hear me out, my friends. You are not emergent response for your partner. Yes. Tom? Mm-hmm. Who, who is emergent response for your partner? Emergency responders. <laughs> 911. Yeah, well, that, yes, that's 911. This right. isn't even a 211. 211 is for if you are personally struggling, you know, um, and you can use 211, but I'm Like supports and resources. Love that. That's really what that's for. But 911 is if you have someone saying, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. 
And you need to get out of that relationship, first of all, even if you're not contemplating it, you do need to. The other thing is, is that's not a 211. That is a 911. You make that police report, you ask for a welfare check, and then you can call 211 for yourself. But 911 first. Okay. That is my, that is my clinical professional advice because if you're in a relationship where you are the emergent response, I'm telling you right now that's not healthy and you won't get your needs met. I think that's a fair, I think that's a fair thing. It's 100% fair. It's, it's kind and of bold. it's true. It's bold. It's a blanket statement and I, I'm it's, cautious no, about blanket statements. It's, but. it's 100% true and it obviously is bringing up a lot of feelings yeah. from my past relationship because I would never have said I was in an abusive relationship ever. I never oh, would have classified really? that relationship as that ever in a... I knew it wasn't healthy. I knew sure, it wasn't sure. good. Yeah. You know, I got to all of that. I would have never in a million years called it abusive. And then you just like, literally, it's like you you knew what happened multiple times. Yeah. Like, and I think you knew some of what happened, but you're literally like yeah. sharing exactly what happened to me. And it's just kind of like blowing my mind that, oh my goodness, yeah. I guess maybe I was. Oh, oh. But we have to remember when we're in it. It's different. Yeah. It's different. And that's, and here's the thing is your experience is so common that that's why, that's why a piece of this podcast, I just want you to hear me and understand like if, because again, we should, we should be teaching pro-social identities in high school. We're not. There, there's a beginning. Some schools are, are cusping like consent and stuff like that. And that is beautiful. Wonderful. Beautiful. Um, and there was a really good PSA, um, commercials that came on a little bit about like obsessive texting and what control looks like. Oh yes, yes, yes. I remember those. We need to build and expand on that because. Because it is, it's happening that young. It's absolutely happening So we need to talk about it. Yes. Yes. And again, we, as a society, I think we're so quick to be like, that's just a bad kid doing that. Mm -hmm. It isn't. It is a kid who. Like, in their mind, their survival is relationship. Yeah. And they probably have wildly insecure, like, uh, attachment. Yeah. And so their first girlfriend, they need to hear from her every five minutes. Because they think that she doesn't really love them. You know, or something, you know, like, I'm just... Because they don't know yet. They don't know yet either. Yes, How to label what's going on. And that this thing that I'm feeling and thinking and doing maybe isn't good. Correct. Because we don't talk about it. We never... And that's why, you know, I know we're writing the line between victim blaming here. And again, we cannot do that. No. But we do need to understand both sides and how intervention young can help you understand what your trauma brain is doing to those you're in relationship with. Well, and I I mean, look, look at me. I grew up thinking he didn't hit me right and I don't think that past relationship I don't think he would have ever physically hit me I was never physically afraid of him so how could it be an abusive relationship because that's all we ever are told right yeah it's the hitting and the bruises and are they hiding marks like that's what Mm. we're told is an abusive relationship which it is obviously yeah but it's but abuse is so much more yeah than that. Yeah. I think, and it, it, I'm kind of mad at myself that I'm Don't. this old and this far in and just now realizing, holy shit, that was an abuse. I, I was in an abusive relationship. Like yeah. that's blowing my mind. I don't, don't do, don't, you know, like, I mean, 
Right. Feel your feels. Feel your also. feels. Feel right. your feels. But yes, let me. I, yeah, now yeah. I'm going to take my clinician hat off. <laughs> I'm putting my BFF Best friend. hat. Okay. <laughs> I don't ever want you to feel, I mean, and I know you will, and everyone should feel their feelings. But the best friend part of me is like, damn it, I wish I could help you not feel that because you trusted and loved a human who took advantage of you. And Yes. Um, oh, man. You guys, I just watched this movie, and I'm going to do a terrible job because, one, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> but it's like... But it was so good, it, and I loved it. It was, because it was like a heist espionage movie. Ooh. But, like, all of the heisters and espionagers are these beautiful badass ladies oh i love it oh my god i love it i love it and one of the main themes is like one of them trusts a guy who turns out to be bad and it's ruining everything and he's really bad and uh the main character who has like basically brought all these ladies together because she thinks he's dead he turns out he's alive and he's a naughty guy um he's the bad guy Mm -hmm. Uh, and she's, like, basically telling them how sorry she is because she, like, brought them into this thinking it was one way. And one of the ladies, like, don't do that. She's actually a therapist. It's really great. She's, like... Oh, I love this. Played by Penelope Cruz. I love her. Uh, and she's, like, don't do that. Like, this is... You loved and trusted... Yeah. Like, a bad guy. Right. This isn't you. Like... Right. Nothing... None of this... Oh, And she's, like, it's not your fault. And she's like, all therapists say that. You know, like, it's that great. You know, it's a great rapport, delightful dialogue, fun action, great, great ending. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, yeah, I loved it. So I will look up the name of the movie and put put it on our Instagram. Okay. Totally worth yeah. a watch. It's not like the world's best movie, but I had yeah. a great, in the action scenes, okay, this is what I loved about the most. We're side, I'm sidewinding. <laughs> the action scenes, like, when I watch an action scene with two dudes I get really frustrated because it's just punching and fighting when, like, yeah. there is a lot more thinking that goes into a fight or a yeah. chase. Yeah. And they do everything that I would do. Like, there's a scene where she's running down the subway. She doesn't want the lady to be able to see her, so she's busting out all the subway lights as she's running down oh, the subway turn. smart. Which is what I would do. Smart. Um, so there's, like, smart fight scene pieces like okay. that. And so, um, which I really enjoy. Or, like... The bad lady is running away on a bike. and Not uh, just how many times I can punch your face before you fall over. Totally. And which is what it feels like with dudes. They just punch. It's and kick. Always. And punch. And, and explode then... and punch. Okay, and how kick about and we explode. take, we stop and we take a breath. And There's we a cliff. the situation. There's a cliff that they're hanging <laughs> off of for a second, for sure. Um, no, yes. Uh... And that's exactly it. Like, there's a scene where one of the ladies is on a motorcycle and she takes it, the other lady on foot, and... Through a crowd on purpose, so she can't get shot right, so the crowd yeah. closes. So, the really cool other lady assesses the situation, and, you know, this is still Hollywood, so none of this could actually happen. Right. Well, of course not. But my heart really enjoys this, and she shoots down a large light fixture in front of the bike. Yeah. Instead of blankly shooting into a crowd. So, stuff like that. Love I was it. like, I'm, I'm really vibing with this. I love this. But it also had a great message that... Um, I wish best friend Annie could help you understand is um, you were not wrong for loving and trusting someone yes. that didn't hold you well. Yeah. 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 And I, and I told and I, and I totally get that. It's just one of these like, whoa moments, which are beautiful. Yeah. They're hard, but they're beautiful. Yeah. Right. Cause we, we learn and we grow from these. Yeah. I just would have never 
ever. Yeah. I mean, we talked enough, and I knew that that was not a healthy or good relationship. You knew that. But never would have labeled it abusive, but it 100% was. Oh, yeah. 100% was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He he took advantage of the fact that you were a loving and caring person. And we use the term manipulation a lot in a negative way. And a lot of times it is negative, but it is... Manipulation is actually one of those things that's totally on a spectrum as well. Oh, yeah. But he was so far into... Like, he was into the abusive level of manipulation. Right. Yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 And um, I think that's why I reacted to him so strongly when I first met him. Um, but, yeah. Realizations are... Yeah. What's no. awesome? Yeah. Oh, what is awesome? Please. Your current partner. Oh, yes. <laughs> and look at you. You glow. I just love that. I just, oh man, oh. you guys. Yeah, so. Wow. Mind, mind blown. Yeah. Experience. But good. Good. That, uh, that's what we do. That's what we got to do, right? Yeah. We don't, because until we know and recognize these things, how would we ever yeah. change? Yeah. Or, or, you know, do differently. Yeah. I, so it's, it's a good thing. It's. Yeah, no, if you're listening and you're in a similar situation, this is not your fault at all. Yeah. And if this is any help, this discussion to, like, springboard you into doing something different, whatever that looks like for you, because I'm not about to tell you how to do your journey. Yeah. Um, But maybe, because sometimes it is. It's just that reframing, right? Rethinking differently about a situation that is enough to be like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. This isn't actually working well. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do something different. Yeah, and I think women are really susceptible. And again, I'm, I'm just speaking from personal experience because um, we are so, it's so ingrained in us to not be aware of our own needs. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we go instantly to supporting and caring for our partner. Yeah. Instead of evaluating, like, are my needs being met? Right. Are... Do I have a voice in this relationship? Do I? Because, you know, a relationship should work like two people. Both ways. Both ways. And they're both pursuing mental health and what that looks like for them. And loving and supporting each other and having other supports. Yes. I think um, we should definitely do like a series on what healthy relationships look like. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we will, but not in this episode. We're already, yeah, we're already like, uh, this is a really good episode, FYI. Yeah. I'm vibing. I don't know. Hard. I'm vibing <laughs> hard on this one. Oh my gosh. But I do want to encourage you. Um, you know, it is, first of all, I want to, I want to normalize. This is really common. A ton of partners experience this. So you yes, are not you're alone. you're not alone. Not alone. And... Call 911 and know that this is not your responsibility. Thank you. A need you cannot Oh, I meet. needed to hear that. I wish I would have heard that then. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's, it's not my responsibility. It can't be. No save, one person to, could do that. Quote, unquote, save that yep. person. Yep. That is not. That was not my job. And what's interesting is I think yeah. so much of the relationship building up to that apexing point yeah. has to do with, and I want to validate this, it feels really fucking good. To save someone. Oh. It is like the best feeling. Yes. It is also, I think, a synthetic best feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, going to give you a savior complex and a God complex. 
Um, and I'm sure pretty much anyone can identify a phase in their life where they can say, oh my gosh, that's totally, and I felt really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you, if you can't, I encourage you to kind of examine pieces of your life because I, I just want to be clear. No person can save another person. Ooh. Now, you know, there are situations physically where, yeah, you can physically pull someone out of a fire and all these things. And that's awesome. If you are a first responder. Oh my wow. gosh, hats off to you and also please mentally take care of yourself because that is That is I can't even a imagine. whole other episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. We will get into that. That's a whole other episode. And in the future we will interview first responders like fire. Oh, I response, love that please. so much. Yeah. yeah. And I think that will be a really powerful conversation and tons to think about. But um as far as emotionally, mm. you can't. Yeah. No, no one person, especially in a uh interpersonal relationship can save another person. Right. Now you can support your partner. I have experienced that. I've been able to support my partner. I have felt what it's like to have their support towards me. Goddamn game changing. Yes. Holy shit. Uh, Positive attachment is like, bam. Yeah. You can also support from afar. Do you know what I mean? I love that. Yes. Like you can... Yes. In your own way, still, like, love and support that person, but remove yourself from that situation. Would you say a hashtag boundaries throwback? (gasps) What? boundaries throwback. You know where else that is? Is a hashtag social mapping. Yes. It's okay. You don't have to be everyone's internal. You can be a supportive friend. Yeah. You can, you know, you can be any layers of support. So I love that. I love that. You can support and love from afar. And if you need to draw those boundaries, God damn it. Draw. Draw. Get your Sharpie out. Get your... Well, let's maybe a raceable pen. Boundaries can shift and move. Okay. First of all, I love you. Sharpie. Get your Sharpie out. (laughs) You draw that. The old Susan. Sneak it back in. (laughs) She's screaming. Wait, wait, wait. What if we did just like pencil? Pencil? Maybe just pencil? No. You said a raceable pen, so then you still technically (laughs) see the line. You knew you drew it there. But then you moved it a little bit. <laughs> I can't even. I love you so much. Fine, Sharpie. Sharpie. <gasps> Sharpie. 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 Ooh, what if we got free Sharpies? I love Sharpies so much. I actually do, too. I love um, the Shout I, out, Sharpie. Shout out, Sharpies. <laughs> uh, the big pack they have with all the rainbow colors. <gasps> Stop. And then when they release, like, the Stop. gold-colored ones. Oh, the metallics? <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> Maybe I'd do better if I drew my boundaries in metallics. Yeah, make them pretty. I mean, if you're going to do it, make it glam, you know? (laughs) That is very my personality. If I have to do something hard, and we've talked about this a little bit in perspective, no joke, I find any way to make it fun for myself. I should have printed off your advanced directive in, like, fun colors. (gasps) We could have filled it out with multicolors. Yes. I will do that. I'm still actually formulating and trying to make the end of life plan like the most fun most awesome thing I can so hashtag throwback I am working on it and I did have to process a tremendous amount afterwards the fact that you did as much as you did and even like went where we went I'm like ridiculously proud of you I don't care if I mean I do care if you never touch it again but I also don't like I'm just super proud I brought it back out oh I know I'm just saying I'm so proud of you for the work you did I love you even if you don't do more. Yeah, it is, that was a very vulnerable episode for me. Yeah. Um, death and dying are really, really hard for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I feel really good having like looked into and examined and peeked through that window, peeked through bit. that window and it made it a lot better. One, it was great cause you were present and mm-hmm. you care for, and love for me yeah. and we're helping normalize and like pausing with me when I was a absolute yeah. wreck and you know, no, but MED, MED. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And you know, everybody has those things, yeah. you know, like, um, and so I just want to normalize if death and dying uh, or a fear of needles are your thing. Uh, you are a friend of mine. We, we have a lot in common. So twinsies, twinsies. We could talk a while, but then we'd probably pass out if it's needles. So, Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. Okay. Uh, I think we should wrap up this episode. Okay. Any thoughts or, um, we have, you know, and we have only tapped the beginning oh. of the iceberg for controlling relationships. Oh my goodness. Yes. Healthy relationships. But yeah. I think those are the really big things I wanted to communicate. Like you are not responsible for your partner's actions. Right. Please use emergent response. You are not emergent response. So, so, that so is important. So important. Yes. It is so important. Um, and not something I thought of before, but boy, howdy now. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Especially because the social workers were stretched so thin. Right. And, and it's tempting. Anyway, the, you know, you are not access emergent response. Um, you know, examine those behaviors. And again, if you are starting to see and understand controlling behaviors in your partner, just cause you do that doesn't mean you should be the intervention to change No, them. you should not. No. In fact, you no. should not you be. should not. You should not. Uh, our educations actually say the exact opposite. That realization should be for you. Yes. Not for them. Yep. You are not their treatment That plan. is yours to do with what you will. Yep. And we have ideas on what you should do, but again, everyone's journey is their own, so I'm yeah. never going to tell anyone what they have to do. Absolutely. But... That realization is not for the, honestly, I don't even think you need to share that with them, okay? That's just your own little personal nugget of info. Yep. To stick in your pocket. Yes. To help you decide what you want to do next. And for you. If I would put my two cents in. Yeah. Please, always. Just know your needs won't be met when you have a partner who is deep in the struggle of power and control. Yeah. Because they can't. They can't. Not to make it okay. Or, yeah. again, it's, it's just they a, can't, they can't do it. Yep. They yep. are a sick, sick, sick individual. Yep, who needs some who treatment. Needs a lot of help from professionals. And they have to drive and that they have to drive it. Yep. Yes, Bam. 100%. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yes. Yeah. I think those are the best things we could get across in yeah. this episode as we dissect this fight, flight, freeze. People, People please. please. Get, get on, on your knees. knees. Uh, I, I'm so torn because part of me is like, and the other part of me is like, that's fucking cool that but it it's rhymes. Cool. It's super cool that it rhymes. It's a little edgy, which is a thing that kind of we do. We try to do. I am not edgy. But you but thought of it. To- you are edgy. <laughs> Every once in a while, things pop in my head that are edgy. Not only, but, she's also super funny. But it's, Susan's but when creative. we dig into it, it's real. And it's a it needed conversation to have. Yep. And it's things people need to think about. Oh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Okay, I think we've got, I mean, this was not a light episode today. No, you're what? Woo! Woo! I hope you take care of yourself after this one. Yes, please. Um, and, uh, yeah, treat do yourself. something, yeah, treat yourself. Do something nice for yourself. Um, a little bubble bath. Oh, that sounds so nice. Doesn't that sound nice, a bubble bath? I've been taking a lot of Epsom salt bath soaps. Ooh! Feels, gr- it feels so great. Okay. Um, which actually might lead us to a really fun next episode. I would like to explore. I've been doing a lot of research on the quote unquote happy chemicals. Oh. It's like uh, the happy things your body produces and how to yeah. up them. So I think that'd be a fun. I've been doing some like research and Harvard published some really cool stuff on that. And like basically there are four identified happy chemicals. So I think we should dive into that. I think that'd be actually a great next episode. Sure. Cause this one was not a light one. No. <laughs> this was on the heavier. This was like a heavy, Soak cycle, right? Yeah, yes. You know, wash oh, that stuff yeah. out. Yeah, you're now like, we're just gonna do a quick spin. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick rinse. Because we had like not only was like dirty, we're like we need to do the pre-rinse. Yeah. These are bulky items. That's a setting on my washer and dryer. So we click it oh. up the bulky items. Right. Yeah, yeah. Soil level. You tell it's laundry. Real day. heavy. Real yeah. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Spin the shit out of that bitch. Yeah. Hot spin and it. hot, hot and hot. Yeah. Hot, hot, oh, hot, 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 hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I actually have a disinfectant like <gasps> level, so like it's not it's like disinfectant and then a hot rinse. So you like yeah yeah this is that's what so we did. that tells me that washing machine did some work. That's why we just need a cool quick rinse cycle. Love it. That's what we're going to talk about next. We're gonna yeah. yeah. So join us next week for a really easy fun episode. Of course, it won't be like too easy. It never is. This is clinical. No, but this is what we do. More yeah. focusing on how not not the bad things that happen, but how do we produce those positive hormones and chemicals that can help our body build resilience. Love it. Love it. Come in. Let's do this. Oh my gosh, you guys have the best day. I enjoy your company so no. much, and I just Susan. Working with it you does, is, is a dream. Well, it's amazing, but it does kind of feel like they're, like, sitting here with us, like, Doesn't with it? a warm cup of tea or something, oh, just, like... Maybe, like, an Irish coffee? Which, whatever you want to drink. Hot cocoa? But it's, like, a quiet little cozy, like, <gasps> corner. Yes. And, like, a... Yeah. And they're yeah. just, like, mmm. Mm. They're, like, mmm. And hopefully an occasional giggle, too. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> 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 We're children. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And I um, love you, and I love them, and I yes. love the dogs. Oh. You got this. You got this. You got this. Yeah. You can do it. Yep. Yep. And you are not emergent response, and you are... You're not alone. Yes. And you're not 911. And you are worthy of oh, love and respect. So much more worthy than you think you are. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So much more. That's what we should say at the end of episodes. You are so much more worthy of love and respect yeah. than you believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, cheers and have a wonderful evening, day, where whatever you're doing. Whatever. Just, yeah. yeah, enjoy your time. Bye, out. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>